So it's finally time to retire, ready to pull the plug on working and get to the best part of your life. So where are we going to live? In today's video, we're going to discuss a few tips that can help you decide where you want to live, whether that's going to be abroad or it's going to be here in the States, somewhere different. So my name is Emlyn Miles Mattingly, founder and president of Gen Next Wealth, a retirement planning firm helping people bring clarity, harmony, and focus to their retirement. So with that being said, I wanted to jump into this. This is one of those things that I often get questions about from people, and they always ask, like, you know, how much money do I need to retire? That's always a popular question, and it depends. One of the things that I like to say is location, 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 right? We hear that adage all the time, but what does it actually mean? So determining the ideal location is going to be critical in your ability to find out where you want to retire. So you have to know, or at least have an idea of where you'd like to spend your time, what you'd like to do. And I think that when we're going through this process of picking where we want to live, what types of things do you like to do? What type of activities do you like to do? So when we're researching the ideal location, do you like cold weather? Most people like it sometimes. Do you like hot weather? Most people like it sometimes. Does the rain bother you? And all of these things I'm bringing up because I think that that helps determine the ideal location on where you want to spend the golden years of your retirement. Um, when you're thinking about this, some of the things that people think about is taxes. So how do you research the tax implications of each state? And that's if you're going to live here in the United States. If you're living here, there's a few things that we'll go over. Later on, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the states and how those, how much money, uh, how much money you would need to retire in those respective states um, with their ideal cost of living. Now, when we give these examples of the states that we're talking about, this is me assuming, you know, someone's managed their debt in a way to it's not going to impact them a lot. Most of the people that I'm working with when they retire, they usually don't have a mortgage. They usually don't have any auto loans. They have very little debt. So when I'm giving you these numbers about um, how much it would take to live in these respective states, keep that in mind. Also, understand this. We are giving you numbers for someone to live for 30 years. Okay. So 25 on one end and 30 years on the other. So if you have an ideal retirement, let's say you retire at 65, let's you know, we're just using those numbers and you're living for the next 25 to 30 years. It's going to put you to 90 to 95 years old, um, which is pretty realistic for most of the people that, uh, you know, life expectancy is about that time. Um, I think that uh, it makes sense to, to plan for 30 years, um, you know, pending health and things like that. You know how your family works. But what we'll talk about is first is researching those tax implications. So that's going to be varying upon which state you live in. Now, I was reading this article the other day on uh, CNBC, and it was talking about how big the variance could be in uh, the amount of money that you need when you retire. It could be such a large, it can be up to about $1.6 million, depending on where you want to live. Now, if you want to hear more about that. Um, we have some other episodes where we talk a little more specifically, but in this one, we're going to talk a more about the 25 years. So let's jump into one of the first states. And, and I, I always have to start here, right? I, I'm in California, so I always start everything with a, a California uh, example. So here in California, now, 
this is going to vary on the areas that you live in. You know, if you're living in Northern California, or if you're living in Southern California, there's two totally different prices, uh, cost of living there, but this is like the median. So annual retirement, annual retirement expenditures in California probably run you about $78,000, right? So if you needed to have $78,000 a year, and this is not including your social security, that's a, that's a, that's a good point that I have to throw in there. Uh, the national average for Social Security is about $21,000. I've seen people get more than that. Uh, I've seen people get less than that. This is just an average. Here in California, some people, because the wages that they earn are a little higher, some people are getting uh, a significant amount more than that. But for the sake of this, we're saying $78,000 annual retirement expenditures, expenses or expenditures, whichever one you prefer. That, on a minimum of 25 years of retirement, you need about $1.4 million to live here. Um, if you're trying to do it for 30 years, that amount goes up to 1.7. Now, I'm not going to get into the tax implications or how the taxes work per state because each one has their own thing. But in this in particular example, uh, you're looking at about $1.7 million to retire on $78,000 a year, not including your social security in a state like California. Now, I hear a lot of people talking about Florida at times. Um, so what I wanted to do is I wanted to give you an example of what it would look like in Florida. If you were in Florida and your annual retirement expenditures are about $58,000, okay? So in Florida, if you needed to live for 25 years, the minimum that you would need is $920,000. Now, these are just assuming you're you're going to get a market rate, um, you know, a pretty pretty pretty, you know, pretty conservative rate on your portfolio to be able to live off of that amount. Um, and if you need it for 30 years, you're looking at about $1.1 million and you can retire in Florida at a $58,000 uh, a year for annual retirement expenditures. The reason why I'm throwing these numbers out here and the reason why I'm talking about this is because I think it's so important for us to understand like where you live does impact um, not only you know, the lifestyle you live, but what you're able to do. So one of the things that you want to keep in mind is local amenities, right? What do you like to do? If you're a golfer, Florida is going to be great, right? If you don't like hurricanes, that's probably not so much. You might not want to be there because they do have those. If you're scared of earthquakes, then California is a place that, you know, you could probably come because you don't ever feel up here. And this is just me giving you my uh, expert opinion because I've lived here for uh, for quite a few years. I've never I think I felt one earthquake here, but it is always a topic of conversation. But what other things do you like to do? We got golf. If you like to spend time on the beach, these are two great places where you can spend some time on the relaxing beaches uh, in both of those states. What are other things do you like to do? Do you like to go hunting? Do you like to go fishing? Do you like to get outside? Are you an outdoors person? Are you looking for Broadway shows? Are you looking for, you know, those are the types of things that you want to explore in the local area that you're looking to live in. Um, I think that it's something that, we sometimes don't take the time to think about because I always like to phrase this uh, for my clients as they retire. I always think about this. I say, you know, how, what day of the week during your working years do you spend most of your money? And people, you know, you kind of think about it and you're like, well, most of the time I'm spending a lot of money on Saturdays. Well, when you're retired every day is Saturday. And now that we're talking about the days that you're going to spend money, let's talk about what you're going to do during those days. And I think that this is something that you want to spend time researching. What are you going to do? What are the things that you enjoy doing? 
And now you're going to have time to do those things. So I wanted to make sure that we talked about those. I had a couple other states that I wanted to touch on. Um, just in case you were thinking, I don't want to be by the water. I'm not one for, you know, outside activities. I want to just spend some time. So the the two that I wanted to talk about, because I hear a lot of people um, leaving California to go to these states. The next one I want to talk about is Arizona. So if you're going to Arizona, annual retirement expenditures are about $63,000 a year. Like I said, this is for people that typically have no debt. Okay. So that's why I want to make sure that we preface that. So this is talking about medical expenses. This is talking about, you know, just regular house expenses. You're looking at about $63,000 a year. Now to make that for a minimum of 25 years, you need about $1 million to do that. Um, on the flip side of that, or, or if you add five more years to that, if you have longevity in your family, you're looking at about $1.2 million. And so the reason why I'm giving you these numbers is because I think that it's important for you to know as you're as you're still in the accumulation phase, possibly, if you're still accumulating assets or still letting your your, you know, letting your retirement assets grow, I think it's very important for you to have uh an understanding of how much money you need to have in your accounts. If you're looking at your accounts and you're nowhere near a million dollars, then that's going to make uh a, a, that's gonna make your choice. Uh, a little different on where you live, right? So you want to make sure that you have the amount of money that you're going to need when you get to retirement. The other thing is managing your debt aggressively. I know a lot of people put it in their plan. Like I, I was talking to a client the other day and they're like, you know, I'm retiring in X amount of years. I think it was about five years. And they're like, I got like four years left on my mortgage. That's typically the conversation I hear with a lot of people. Um, but if you're relocating, then you may be relocating to a place where either you need to purchase a new home or you're going to sell your existing home and take the proceeds from that to purchase another home. Check with a tax advisor to make sure that you understand how those tax implications could uh, impact you as you move to another state. The last state that I wanted to talk about was Texas. Now, with Texas, um, a lot of people leave in California to go to Texas, or so I hear. Uh, but with that, I, I want to say that that one has about $53,000 of annual retirement expenditures. Okay. Texas is a place that if you can live on the $53,000, which you should be able to live on $53,000 in Texas with no other debt, and a minimum of 25 years, you only need $800,000. And if you're living there for 30 years, you only need $967,000. You don't even need a million dollars to live in Texas. Now, there's some other things that they have with their taxes. I know the property tax is always a, a talk, a topic of conversation with people that live in Texas. Um, so you want to make sure that you look into that. But I'm saying all of that to say this. It is about location, location, location. Where do you want to live? What do you want to do? Who do you want to do it with? And the other thing that you want to think about is if you have family that you're going to be visiting, right? Maybe you have some grandchildren that you want to visit. Maybe you have some great grandchildren that you want to visit or any other travel that you want to do. Make sure that you are living next to a good airport. When I say good airport, I'm saying like basically a, a, an international airport or an airport that's going to allow you the flexibility of travel without having layovers. We know we don't want to have those. Um, so what I'll say is I know Texas has great airports. We know California has a few great airports. We know Florida has some airports where you can get in and out. So we want to make sure that wherever you're going, if traveling is a part of what you want to do, then make sure that you 
Look into the airports that are around where you want to live at. Think about your transportation to and from. Is it going to take you an hour to get to the airport from the local, you know, from from a suburb suburb of a town that you're going to move to? Is it going to take you two hours? What's that drive time? I think you need to add all those things in when you're making this decision about where you want to live in retirement. That along with taxes, along with health care, like make sure that if the people that um, if you have a medical condition or anything like that, you want to make sure that the people that are going to like the local uh, medical facilities there are going to be able to take care of the needs that you may have. There is so many different decisions that you have to make. And I know this is such a huge decision as you're approaching retirement. But I think if you come into this decision with your ducks in a row and understanding what you need, wherever you're going to live, it's going to make for a much easier decision. So if you like this video, please hit the like button, share this video with someone that's close to retiring, thinking about retiring and doesn't know where they're going to go. Once again, my name is Emlyn Miles Mattingly here at Gen Next Wealth, and uh, hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Hello Retirement Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and connect. And until next time, take care and never be scared to say hello to retirement. <music>